Hey guys, it's Mio here, your host for Hot Issue, What's for Lunch? Hot Issue is a show under Act Now Community Mobile App where we dive deep into community issues happening around us with our invited guests representing their respective professions. Now, for today, what are we having for lunch? Let's find out. Hello, good afternoon Malaysia. Selamat tengah hari diucapkan kepada anda semua. Welcome back to another edition of Act Now Hot Issue. What's for lunch for today's edition? The Let me check my calendar again. It is the 4th of April 2022. Also the 2nd of Ramadan. Okay, hari ini adalah hari kedua kita menyambut Bulan Ramadan, Ramadan Al-Mubarak to all of you out there. So, selamat berpuasa kepada mereka yang berpuasa. And hopefully you guys still have the energy, still have the spirit, still have the, whatchamacallit, motivation for you guys to move ahead. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't really matter, matter that much if you can't drink or if you can't eat during the day. It's fine. It's okay. You've had this practice for so many years already so just calm down and relax and things are gonna be fine i'm actually telling myself that okay <laughs> and also make sure you guys download the act now mobile community app on the google play store as well as the apple app store because that's what you wanna be a really really much more responsible citizen to your community anda boleh menjadi warga yang lebih prihatin dengan apa yang berlaku di sekeliling anda dengan hanya memuat turun aplikasi Act Now Mobile Community App. It is free anyway, so check it out on your Google Play Store as well as the App Store. So today, Monday, uh, we normally do a special program for Mondays as well. As you all know, we've done this a few uh, times already. We have the YB Sahari edition today where we have a special guest who's going to be speaking to us about what she would want to do. Is a she, by the way. What she would want to do for her constituents should she's given a chance to represent her people down there down where you may ask well uh, to introduce her let's just bring on my partner in crime who i know for a fact who is not fasting today ladies and gents mr melvin la melvin tak puasa kan melvin tak puasa kan i puasa until 12 noon <laughs> i have day puasa not a chap hours puasa not a 24 hours puasa though Hmm, <laughs> tapi Melvin puasa boleh minum air tak kira. <laughs> so don't talk about food. Don't talk about food. No, it's taboo to talk about food right now. Okay, jangan nak cerita pasal makanan sekarang. It's uh, sensitive. <laughs> sensitive. Kita sekarang kan rakyat sekarang extra sensitive kan. Whatever it is that you say, whatever it is that you do, you cepat terasa. So, yelah, to to avoid that complication. Why do so? Thank you so much to all our viewers who are watching us right now. Thank you for the wishes actually. Uh, for for from Nick actually. Thank you so much for for wishing. Selamat berpuasa. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. And yeah, we as mentioned, Marvin, we do have a special guest today for our special uh show that we bring every Monday, which is YB Sahari. So yeah. uh, before we actually bring her on board, I would just like to mention about who she is. A bit of a brief um uh, of her. She hails from up north in uh pulau pinang actually and and she's actually very she she's a huge advocate for women as well as for children down there so without further ado if she could actually turn on her camera because right now we yeah there you go purposely uh, that was a, actually a cue for me <laughs> to actually bring her on the show ladies and gents let's not waste any more time your future candidate or should i say your future rep for 
Bukit Glugok uh, up in Penang, we have Mrs. Jennifer Raymond Patrick. Hey, Jennifer, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? We are doing good. We gentlemen are doing good. And we have the only lady in the house here. And you look very radiant, as I mentioned to you off air. It's as if that you're literally sitting in front of the sea with the breeze pull up, like, you know, like, you know, breezing over your face and with your hair. I have no experience of having that because obviously no hair. So let's not compare things over here. Tak baik kita nak membandingkan sedemikian rupa. But thank you so much, Jennifer, for coming on to this show. Really, really appreciate it. So... Let's just cut to the chase, shall we? Let's just find out about Miss Jennifer a bit more. So please tell us about yourself uh, and and what you do and yeah, what your what are your loves and what are your pet peeves, Jennifer? Please. I I'm a I'm a true Penangite. I would say I was born and raised in Penang. I hmm. got a scholarship to go to Australia. I studied there, spent ten years there. But still, I couldn't actually like stay away from Penang food, Penang people, and everything. So I came back. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I came back in 2019, and um, saw a lot of like you know ups and downs with our policies, with our people, and everything. So I wanted to do something. So I took a step in to uh, Muda to see what I can do, what I can contribute actually. All right. Well, well, when you say that you're definitely a Penangite, you memang a Pulau girl. So memang kalau nak sembang utara tu memang tak ada masalah lah kan? Tak ada masalah. Senang, lah. Ah, tu dia. But, but, but one question. I, I do have a lot of friends who are from the island actually. They can actually speak Hokkien. Can you speak Hokkien? I can understand. Unfortunately, I can't speak. Ah. <laughs> nah, because kenapa? Banyak wakil rakyat dekat luar sana. Dia kena tahu banyak bahasa tau, Jennifer. You have to know like a lot of questions. Because you know, you have a lot of people, you know, within your area. Hence why it's, it makes it better for you to communicate with them to, uh, to, to make sure that your messages come across well and their messages uh, come across to you uh, as best as possible. So Melvin, before we start grilling Miss Jennifer over here, anything that you want to say <laughs> about our lovely lady with the lovely hair? Sumpah aku jealous. Melvin. Well, uh, Penang is the is a place for, well, a food paradise, right? Mm. And we think of Ireland. Eh. No, no mentioning about food. No mentioning about food. Tapi cakap pasal makanan siapa? Tapi boleh. What is you know? <laughs> And uh, Penang is um have lovely beaches, resorts. Mm. Like uh, yeah. of course, Penang is not just an island. They have the mainland as well. Right. Uh, and um yes, I think um we have some activities. In April in Penang, I mean, we keep we all posted some, uh, will be mm-hmm. some happening at now. We have some events, and uh, we hope that um, we see everyone in Penang soon. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, that's what we are trying to plan. But before we actually again, before we start grilling Miss Jennifer, a question from our audience, uh, one of our audience, our regulars actually, Nick has actually asked, What did you study, uh, Jennifer, uh, uh down in the land of Down Under? Hey, mate. Mm, I, I, studied, I studied accounting, major in finance. Ah, money know what is going on. So, I, I play hmm. with numbers a lot. I love numbers actually. Okay. So, yeah, major, major in finance and I've been uh, working in finance field for the past 12 years now. 
So, nice, yeah. nice. Definitely when you talk about peruntukan, when you talk about budget planning, when you talk about perancangan in the sense of financial, uh, from, from the financial aspect, memang seriously, I rasa there, there's no way that you can uh, tipu Jennifer lah when it, come, <laughs> when it comes to this kind of thing. So, uh, Jennifer, let, let's just let's just now dive down. Again, you, you said that you want to represent, I mean like given the chance down the line, GE15 maybe, given the chance that you want to contest, you want to advocate for the people down in Bukit Gelugo. Bukit Gelugo, if I'm not uh, if I'm not mistaken, is actually the P51. Uh, and that's an MP, uh, upper members of parliament. It's not Don, right, uh, Jennifer? It's not a Don, it's a parliament. It's a All parliament. right, so talk about Bukit uh, Gelugo down here to people like uh, Melvin yang tahu cakoi tau je, dia tak tahu Bukit Gelugo. So tell us what is Bukit oh. Gelugo all about, Jennifer. No, no, tak payah. Tak payah bagi okay Jennifer me. cakap, Melvin. You talk okay me. <laughs> They got curry mee also very nice. Ah, okay, okay. Nasi kandang. Wait, baru pukul 12. Jangan cerita lagi. Jennifer, please, Bukit Gelugo. So, Bukit Gelugo is basically, it consists of tiga don. Okay, kita ada seri delima, air hitam and payah turbo. So, we are really mixed people actually. We, we, I don't really see like majority Chinese or Indian or Malays. We are like equally there. And um, age categories also, we have like, you know, from the youngest to the oldest there and people are well educated but i just feel like they need to know more they deserve to know more actually so i rasa macam ada benda-benda yang dia orang tak tahu now like you know the the few things peruntukan like you know peruntukan side and stuff like that when when they go and complain and stuff like that it's just coming back oh kita kena tunggu peruntukan so i want to break that barrier like you know if i was given a chance i want to break that barrier actually because we are normal people and we actually like you know um we are living there we are actually like you know um voting for someone and everything so they are there like i i'm from galugo i'm from galugo tunsadun itself so when i was growing up there i saw all the campaigning and everything i saw my father going and voting and stuff like that for every pru and everything so i asked my father why why are you voting so the people in my father's age and everything they have actually said like you know they they want a better better future for our nation for you guys like you know children all these things so i feel like rakyat bukit gelugo ni memang hati memang besar they will accept new people if they do see good for their future actually so that is bukit gelugo you will be always welcome in bukit gelugo like they are there never people that will say like you know oh you're not from here so you tak boleh no Makanan pun Malay, Indian, Chinese, everything is there. You know, nasi kandar pun ada, you know, hokemi pun ada. That's not a problem at all. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> kalau nak cerita pasal makanan, I nak cabut dengan my punya earphone ni sebab I tak nak dengar <laughs> sangat banyak sebenarnya. But yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows that Penang is, is I mean, like, if you have been living under the rock for the past 100 years, then only you don't know that Penang is very lavish about food. When you talk about Malaysia, you talk about Penang, you talk about food. And and it is like, you know, it comes hand by uh, hand in hand. Sangat-sangat synonym sebenarnya when you talk about all these things. And it's great to hear that when you uh, when you say, Jennifer, that um, Bukit Glugo, the people of Bukit Glugo, they welcome people with open arms. I mean, it, it shows that that's the mentality and that's the spirit of how Malaysians should be menerima orang ataupun, you know, becoming a very well, uh, what you mean, uh, very well-mannered uh, human being for that matter, kind, uh, in fact, to open, uh, to to accept them uh, 
without considering their skin color, without considering their religion, without considering whether they're short or tall, whether they have hair or not have hair. So it's all about love. It's all about separate, uh, not not uh, having that distinguish about getting love and giving love at the same time. And and it is so uh, great to hear that from uh, Pinangat yourself. But you yourself, you have also mentioned that people of Glugo, there are a few things that you want to bring up. That's a few things that you nak you nak angkatkan isu-isu di mana yang harus diberi perhatian not just maybe from the state level but maybe from the uh, from the government level as well from 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 all points of view so one of the things that you want to highlight is about the well-being of mothers as well as women my first question on that is why do you want to bring this up are the people are the women and mothers down in bukit glugo are not being taken care of uh, properly uh ni jennifer um it's not about like you know they're not getting taken care properly it's just i feel like the exposure that they get is very very limited so when they get limited exposure they don't really know what they should be aware of for example like you know when i say like well-being of mothers like it's not only just being a mother it's also being like you know going through an abusive relationship or a domestic violence sometimes some people they think it's okay where we know like you know it's not okay at all to be in an abusive relationship so even if it's like if it's a mother like ibu tu mengandung dia lahirkan bayi tu okay yang tu semua okay dia berpantang yang tu semua okay dia tahu dia punya adat istiadat tu semua dia dia memang ikut yang tu semua tapi tahu ke dia 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 like do people even realize that a mother will actually go through a, a depression moment an anxiety moment because you know it could be even a first time mother or like you know third time mother but that depression is something normal but then sadly us malaysian we don't really see a depression as a problem mm. so the mothers actually get the, the the urge of like even dumping their kids away because they're really frustrated bukan tak sayang anak tapi macam tak boleh tahan sebab tak ada support tak ada orang nak berbincang masalah dia apa pun so when all those things happen we we actually see a lot of like you know kids getting abandoned like you know um there are a lot of like you know child's getting abused and stuff like that so i just feel like the, there should be more exposure like you know more more awareness should be given it's not a taboo to even speak about like you know postpartum depression or anything like that a maternal thing is not something that only a woman should know a father should know too a brother should know too how to handle with a mother so a mother is going to bring up the coming up generation memang negara kita di tangan um, like you know in the, in the hands of our future generation actually like i would say like i'm i'm, I'm yes i'm in 30s but then it's like my future generation is the one who's going to like actually look after our country so if we are not giving the right um the right like you know the right things for the mothers how are they going to bring up the children so there's a lot of things like you know the mother goes through and then like you know even a woman goes through and if you see outside of our country women are actually getting exposed and recognized in so many different fields but then it's very sad to see over here that we, we we don't even talk about depression we don't talk about anxiety we don't talk about like you know postpartum depression no mental support or anything like you know yes lahir anak pergi ke klinik kesihatan memang kesihatan is very good Okay, memang affordable, it's very good and everything. Health-wise, they're okay, but nobody's like, give them a chance to talk. Because the husband, the father, the brothers, the, the man's side in their family don't really know how to handle a woman when she's going through all these things. It, if 
it's not even like just the mother actually she could be just a simple woman who is like you know just early adulthood she goes to a work like work field and everything work life is there and maybe what she's going through is a harassment but just because we did not say that is not okay you you should speak up when something happens like that she thinks it's okay and she will just struggle and struggle and struggle until one day we will just hear news that either she is like has like you know ended her life or she have done something really silly because she can't take it anymore so i rasa macam like you know area bukit gelugo memang wanita banyak we got clinic kesihatan in each zone actually so like you know for ibu mengandung and everything yes we should actually uh, if i'm given the chance i want to include a package for all these mothers and the, the the new parents actually not only for the mothers the father also should be educated on how to handle things so mm. i would really really like focus on that because they are the one that is you know bringing up our future generation so yeah. the importance is like you know should be given to them all right melvin i want to add on to uh, jennifer um single mothers should be also have must pay attention because some single mothers is not by choice um because uh you read through lately there's a lot of uh with teams uh they have been uh, so called uh, uh, shame uh the, the the society don't take them the parents feel shame of them so this is also one issue that we have brought up recently i mean some in fact we are doing a program on sex education for for uh, soon for targeting uh, at teenage who have to be more responsible and it's true i mean some that's a mental uh, uh, especially those um, the ladies after giving birth the few months after that the 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 mental or the uh, emotions is unstable yeah. i don't know meal or meal uh, probably you can tell because you are, you, are, um, you have a newborn baby just about 2 months old was it two months? Um, three. He he's oh, getting on to the fourth month already. So oh, yeah, oh, mentally, <laughs> yeah, men- mentally, I'm hanging in there. Yes, I'm hanging in there very very well. But obviously, because the courage and the effort that has been put by my wife, I have to angkat tangan seriously. My wife puts in ninety five percent of the effort, and high hanya bekalkan lima percent sahaja, and that is mm. seriously nothing. And uh, we we need to understand one thing. At the end of the day. However, it is again, and this is a man talking here. However, man thinks that they are the biggest thing in the world. You will not be in this world without your mother giving birth to you. And who is your That's mother? Right. It is actually a woman. So sayangilah wanita anda, sayangilah anak-anak perempuan anda. Sebaik-baiknya because why they are, you know, humans themselves. They are, they they are our loved ones, and we need to take care of them, and we need to make sure that we give them opportunity as well as what Jennifer has mentioned. Because these people, they don't want to be classified as oh, kaum lemah, I tak boleh buat apa apa. They can rise. They can be better than any one of us actually, as long as you know people give them a chance. And what they want is just that they don't want to be left behind. They want to get equal chance to make sure that they are being heard of. Suara mereka didengar juga dan mereka diberikan segala opportunity that is uh, you know that is available out there. I do want to ask you Jennifer because you did mention about you know family planning when it comes to that as well as well as mental health. Obviously uh, obviously these uh, matters are all you know related to each other when it comes to the well-being of mothers and women but how would you classify mental health for the people in uh, Bukit Glugo as well, not just uh, to the mothers or to the women's, but for the others as well. What do you think? Mental health is actually for everyone. It doesn't really classify for men or women actually, because mm-hmm. um, 
some people would be actually surprised or shocked to hear this men do also go through a abusive relationship so they go through anko macam tak nak bersetuju bersetuju Okay, so memang like you know mental health, the importance has to be given. Macam yang kata tadi, kita kita sekarang macam tak boleh nak cakap benda-benda macam tu. Macam orang kata macam tak betul. Ada yang kata sampai like you know depression, anxiety, it's all like you know it's a man-made up type of like emotion. So it's not a creation, it's not for fun. Like you know orang tak like you know melalui perkara-perkara tu dengan sengaja, bukan orang seronok nak buat macam tu. So you know we need to actually take out all these stereotypes and like like Melvin said just now sex, sexual education should be actually like you know encouraged in school itself not only for that for like you know not only women should know what is sexual education men should know also because yeah. sorry to say but men also don't understand what it means by no like they 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 they, they just feel like oh you're the come how how are they so you need to actually listen to us but that that generation is like way past gone now we have women who are astronauts we even have like scientists coming up with like you know miracle types of medicines and everything just because they were given chance they were given all the things that they needed actually so if you just draw a line for this woman they can literally build a town for you like you are just giving like you know a man is just giving his like you know like the, to get a kid just a sperm actually and she brings mm. up the child she brings up a, a good future for the child and everything and sometimes the man just provides the money like you know income wise but the woman is the one who actually balance up the whole payments bills everything make sure kanak-kanak dia suami dia semua like you know ber ber like you know they they actually have like a respect in this society so it just goes on like that so mental health is very important because sometimes people get married they don't really have like you know any sort of people to talk to we should actually make like you know mental health like you know support line and everything easy access it's like you know you don't ask a judgmental question you don't judge them when they call you to like you know talk sometimes these people they just need to pour out they 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 can't keep it to themselves anymore they just need to talk to someone we should have like you know hotlines in a way that can call anytime just to pour out and you they probably don't need even advice they just need to tell someone their problem and yes. you know by by yes. myself yeah by telling like you know most probably the person who's listening to it might just get the hint that we you know what they're going through like sometimes it could be really critical or something like that then we can actually send like you know the right like lawful person or something like that you will never know what the people are going through even guys that they are like you know going through any sort of depression or anxiety or anything like that banyak orang yang hilang like you know kerja masa covid ni like you know gaji like you know became like separuh memang tak cukup tak cukup nak makan pun tak cukup macam mana nak bayar like you know sewa lah bayaran kereta lah all these thing we, we think we are already at the end of our pandemic like you know everything is opening back and everything trust me a lot of people are still struggling like we they trying their level best not to give up in their life to actually just keep moving like so all we they don't not not asking for money from us they're not asking for a job from us they want someone to talk to so it should be like you know how we have like you know day one perpaduan in every door why don't they actually like the day one is just sleeping there it's like no use at all kalau ada merdeka or anything like that yes we have like you know coloring contest and stuff like that kalau ada raya ada like you know open house Yes, it's good, but you can actually utilize that space in a way that 
it's like you know how you go to tempat beribadat to you have like a confession place they they must be able to go to that that area particular area and just share out whatever they want maybe they don't know like you know what's the right way to go because people do get distracted because of all the temptation the desperateness that we have like you know touch cup do it lah you know we need to do a lot of things and everything so they they tend to choose the wrong path because not everyone is actually like you know very educated or very exposed so if they need someone to listen and then give them the right path they're not asking for money we we people we don't ask for money they don't say like you know oh i i'm i'm skin sekarang so give me money no that is not enough that is like literally you're telling them like you know uh, just give you money you keep yourself like you know shut that's it so it's it's really unfair for all these people because they want to grow they want to actually give their future generation a better life so all mm-hmm. this like you know, sometimes i see there's like you know the place where um the jkk type of like you know pondok we have sri delima pun ada aita pun ada bayatrbom pun ada what we are doing with that nothing currently you need to actually even if you want to utilize that place you need to ask permission from three different parties what is that for government has allocated that place for the use for the public actually so why can't you just make something there there are a lot of ngos are happy to give like you know free advices and guidance and everything you can actually channel them through that where the rakyat can like you know make use out of it not just simply like trust me there's so many places it's being just abandoned like you know just because like i have the power i have the place it's my place you want to use you come and ask my permission kala ana buat huru hara ataupun any perayaan or anything like that guess i'll use the place so i just feel like it's unfair because the rakyat choose each individual to be the mp or the, to be the adon for a certain reason because they feel like there's a hope for them there's a hope for their future generation oh kala ada masalah apa-apa i boleh pergi cakap that's what they think because trust me it's it's not really like i'm not i'm not pointing finger at anyone but during the campaigning all we've been saying in malaysia is we go and talk to every individual dah habis undi semua dah menang dah buat ada perayaan this that and everything after that the person is not to be seen anywhere so how is that yes yeah mia missing actions So, yeah. so it's definitely something that needs to be uh, taken care of, needs to be looked into. As what uh, Jennifer has actually mentioned, that she would definitely would go down and make this a reality, and not just make all of this uh, community centers just as a place for people such as myself go, uh, you know, and play badminton over there. Yang bayar sewa untuk main badminton. I mean, it is a place for that. Don't get me wrong. But yet, yes, you can do a lot of things. Uh, a more meaningful things that you can actually do for the rakyat, for the people themselves within those area lots of things that we do still want to talk about together with Jennifer down here but we're going to be taking a break for shot wow bukan nak pi minum nah saya puasa saya hamak dulu saya bukan nak pi minum we're going to be taking a break we'll be coming back here on today's hot issue what's for lunch yb sahari we'll be back uh, do you want me to reach inside your bread or anything like that you, you, you probably would the first piece the first, oh come on no one likes the first piece you know you're messing with me right <laughs> Rod, have you ever experienced that when you go and buy bread, right? I'm not sure whether my bread is is touched by anyone. You, you're not sure whether it's safe yeah. to eat, right? Safe for consumption because, guys. You don't know what's out there, right? And then when someone actually reaches their head into your loaf of bread, they're not coming into contact with only that slice that they take. They come into contact with pretty much everything, everything. in the bag. And it, and it, as disgusting as it sounds, 
it does happen guys it does happen regardless of what bread there is and it also happens to massimo right here the brand i'm sure many of us have been eating and absolutely love the packaging is still the same okay but that is something new something new what, what makes it so different actually ruby uh -huh. uh, it looks exactly the same as the ones that we had before so what makes it so different so just i've mentioned the problems right mm -hmm. look at this so if we have this seal Okay, let's take a look. So which means we have overcome the problem. Absolutely amazing. So guys, not only are we protected by the standard quick cut that we have over here, as you mm -hmm. can see, there is also a seal inside, a one-time seal that you can pop right open. And just so you guys know, the technology that we've just shown you... The seal technology? Yes, that's correct. It's the one and only one in Malaysia. Malaysia. Mm -hmm. So rest assured, if you're by any chance buying bread from Massimo, mm -hmm. you will not have any worries whatsoever. Look out for the seal for safety. Massimo sandwich loaf on the bread itself. Okay, on the bread rack, you'll be able to catch sight of it. That's a hashtag right there. And what is step two, Ruby? What do we have for step two? Step two, you need to check the seal. Yes, so before, before you purchase, before you pay the money, yes, you need to check the seal whether it's open or not. Uh -huh. So no contaminations occur. Mm -hmm. So once again, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the video. This is Ron. This is Jimmy. And see you guys in the neighborhood. Hi. We can hear um, you now. All right. Can you hear me now? Can okay. You yes. 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 Now? I was just complaining. Why did they have to put iklan of bread in between? You know, during bulan puasa, they put. No, this for you. It's actually suggesting you for breaking fast. Depa suggest awal sangat baru pukul 12 aku nak makan apa dia tak boleh lagi but yeah that's how it is if you guys want to be uh, showcased down here on our show regardless of whatever show it is we got plenty of shows here for act now you can actually pm us for you to have the opportunity to be amongst our showcase products or showcase brands on our show just leave a comment down or leave a message down and our people from right now will be speaking to you directly and now to continue you know, yes before you, know, you not continue over there i hmm. have uh, i spotted a very good uh, remarks they say um ha 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 yeah all mia missing actions during campaigning they sit down with you in kopitiam after winning, they go to high-class hotels and restaurants. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Ini adalah komen daripada kita punya viewers kita. If you guys want to know what we are actually talking about, we are speaking to our YB Sehari here. That is Miss uh, Mrs. Jennifer Raymond Patrick down in Bukit Glugok in Penang where she will be advocating. She wants to advocate and she wants to speak for her people down in Bukit Glugok in giving a better life for them, thus for a better Penang and largely for a better Malaysia. We've spoken about well-being of mothers and women. We've spoken about perancangan keluarga as well as mental health issues. Now we want to dive in for the next uh, 20 minutes. We want to dive in a bit more on the well-being of children sekarang. Juan Jennifer. Children, kanak-kanak adalah masa depan as you mentioned. Children are the future. How are the children being taken care of in uh, the area of Bukit Glugong with the PDPR happening, like COVID or whatnot, are they getting the suffice help, the additional and uh, solutions that they uh, would want in order for them to go on with their lives as uh, productive as they can be? Mrs. Jennifer? I don't really think they're actually getting the right support they need because banyak kanak -kanak that I've seen because um, my mother's house is still in Tun Sadun, so I still go there and everything. And 
during the MCO, there was a lot of kids were not attending their online classes. So I pun sibuk lah pergi tanya, siapa tak masuk kelas? Buat apa kat sini? And dia kata, tak adalah kak, internet slow. So hmm. memang like, you know, some places internet are slow, like, you know, all these things. Like I said just now, all these community places, why don't these people just get like one more than one internet connection for let's say 10 students? 10 students that they don't even have internet access. Kalau tengok gelugok, um, Taman Tun Sa'dun, banyak flats kat sana. So low-cost flat, nak dapat internet pun, diorang tunggu untuk unify berminggu-minggu. Tak dapat. And then during MCO, it was even worse. So how are they even going to study? Like, you know, they're standard one student, standard two students, tak dapat experience anything. Like, you know, all those things they didn't get to experience. Yes, I do understand, you know, memang peruntukkan tak ada lah nak beli iPad ke, all these things. Yes, it's very hard to focus on individual and like, you know, give them the supplies. But you can actually gather them together. You can give them a good internet connection. So at least they can get the basic education actually. So well-being of children doesn't just stop at the education, you know. Sometimes I rasa macam the parents are just too busy like, you know, chasing after money and everything like that just to put the food on the table. And kanak-kanak ni tebiya. So at the end of the day, we, we don't even know where the kids are actually hanging out. What are they even doing? What are they even seeing? Kanak-kanak ni, masa dia orang like membesar, like you know, they, they, they have a lot of curiosity. Oh, what is this? How does this taste? Like how does this feel? Like you know, there's a lot of movies, even songs has like, you know, a lot of like images and like, you know, um, shows that says that, you know, oh, this is fine. This is like, okay, this looks cool and everything. With the curious brain that the kids are having, if you don't give that proper guidance or the observation, that's where our kids are actually going in the wrong path. So, like, just like how we should have something for the woman, we should have something for the children also. Like, you know, even if it's a boy or a girl, doesn't matter. All this sexual education, all this, you know, awareness and everything should be start like implying it at that age itself. So they know what they're going to face. Because most of the time, they, they don't even know how to cope with the world. Like, keluar rumah, main, like, they got need, like, you know, get influenced by this person, get influenced by that person. And they, they, they think that's it. That's how the world should be. And they just carry on from that. And that's where we see actually, like, you know, a lot of cases where young, young kids, young kids became parents, 11 years old, 12 years old. Jadi bapa kepada, like, you know, seorang wanita. Like, it's, it's, they don't even know what they did. It could be an accident. Just, it's an accident because they do not have the education. Like, you know, my mind try, like, you know, all the curiosity and everything. We don't know what happened. Trying a cigarette. Like, yes, cigarette is there. There are a lot of people actually throwing the cigarette, but smoked halfway. You really think these kids are not, like, you know, smart enough to just take it, dust it off and light it up again? They do that. I've seen them doing that, actually. It is just like, you know, I feel like, like you're focusing on so many other things out there economical la, tourism la, food paradise this that and everything where are all these going to be if you do not have your future generation education tada exposure tada proper guidance tada then then what are we expecting like are we expecting like foreigners to come and run our country like that would be really unfair for our future generation actually because they, they, they didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for all those things. Like, you know, they're just going with the flow, learning things and stuff like that. Sometimes I see group of kids, they actually like, you know, play bola sepak, this, that and everything. Tengok dia ramain, boleh kalah tau pemain-pemain luar negara. 
tapi they don't even have the capability to join a team or anything like that. Reason, don't know how. Tak tahu macam mana nak buat, tak tahu macam mana nak apply, tak tahu macam mana nak pergi. So it's coming back to like, you know, all the youth thing also. Like, we do have like, you know, menteri-menteri yang besar semua, all these things, they have like this sort of plans, that sort of plans and everything. But are they really implying all these plans? So if they are implying, then how are these kids actually missing out? So something is wrong, right? So that's why I'm trying to figure out, like I'm asking the kids, like why aren't you like, you know, getting involved in this community? Like why aren't you like, you know, playing with these things or stuff like that? They, they All they say is, oh, we need to actually like, you know, go through a lot of process, bukan senang, all these things. So why such development, a well-being of children is so complicated nowadays? Why can't we just make it a little bit easy, like easy access for them? Bukan semua orang pandai guna computer, nak guna smartphone. Not everybody has a smartphone. So why can't we just like, you know, focus a little bit? Like they want for one is there. You open once a month. Like, you know, we are doing open registration for pemain bola sepa, siapa-siapa. Like can we even like, you know, age 10 to 15, you encourage them. So apa dia orang tak boleh nak belajar bukan semua orang like you know pandai nak like, belajar or anything so if you encourage them in sports they could be our future sportsman you know so they could be our future badminton player anything there there's so much of talents and skills out there but the limitation for them to access and grow it it's it's very very sad to see it. it's very very limited for them actually so yes well-being of children is very very important as we are actually seeing the well-being of our country Yes, country's well-being, semua orang boleh tengok sebab we you know we need tax, we need our economy to boom up, we make sure that you know our prices, our like you know average wages and everything. Look at the children, they are our future actually. So if you do not invest in them, sorry to say but that's nothing for our country. Mm-hmm. That's true, I mean um, in my area, in my taman, there is a nice community, villa, resorts. Big compound, single story, 3,000 square feet. It's built like a resort, hardly used, probably once in a year, or not even the last two years, not been used. So we on the on the weekend basis, it should actually give it to the NGOs or any party want to organize community events. Yes, give it a, a, a day dedicated for the children around the area for, for free tuitions, for free legal advices, which is, we are building up that too. I know a lot of people need some, don't have the uh, basic knowledge about legality of certain things. They can have free uh, legal advices, uh, families issues, so make full use of it. And it should not be restrict these uh, facilities only for political party of that day. You know, it could mm-hmm. be uh, your oppositions, it could be NGOs, it could be at now. So we should be, because that is built, for the communities yeah i mean like there, there's so many things that can be done if we don't have that line that invisible line kononya party lines like whatever it is if we work all together at the same time we can actually do a lot more things tak payah nak gila kuasa sangat tak payah nak gila kan standard sangat tak payah nak pangkat sangat because it's all for the people like what uh jennifer has actually mentioned is actually for the children because the children are definitely for the future. We are coming up towards the end of our session here together with Jennifer. But one more point that we want to bring up is that what uh, Jennifer actually wants to bring up is the point for the Warga Emas. Jennifer, you got three minutes to sum this up about Warga Emas. What are the things that you would want to implement or you want to take focus on 
for the people of Glugong specific, uh, specifically for Warga Emas, Jennifer? Yeah, so Warga Emas, yes, we even recently we saw that our menteri, um, uh, one of our menteri actually mentioned that, you know, uh, Warga Emas is actually a big, big number of like, you know, um, the population of Malaysia and everything, and we are looking at an increase of 15% by the year of 2030, actually, in Warga Amas. And most of the Warga Amas, they're actually going through a phase of, like, you know, the loneliness and those type of moments. So, yes, there's a lot of, like, old folks home and everything. They try to en engage there and stuff like that. But how about the one that gets abandoned and everything? Like, you know, we we don't even look after them. We don't even care about them. Sometimes, orang mati kat rumah pun, Lepas dua tiga hari baru orang tahu sampai bau dah busu baru tahu. So like it is that how we actually like you know appreciate the one that was before us the the, the you know the older generations actually because of them that's why we are here. So we we should actually like you know have like a support group to go around and like you know knock on these old people's door and everything. Kita buat banci. So every time you do bunch, you know what age category people are there. So even if you just put all the 65 and above in one category, you probably will get a handful in one door and just go knock the door every month, check with them. Like there are so many NGOs and volunteers happy to do it. All we need is like, a, yes, we can do that. Like all we are hearing is, oh no, you cannot do this because you're from this party. Oh, you cannot do this because we need like peruntokan. Like so many don'ts and like, you know, can'ts. So just give the people, like, you know, I'm not asking for myself. I'm asking for everyone, even if there's a volunteer coming from any part of the state or anywhere, and they want to help the Waga Amas, let them do it. Jangan nak tarik harga kata, oh, ni tempat saya, jangan masuk campur. Jangan ada perangai macam tu. Let them help. It's, you're not pointing finger by telling that you're not helping them. They are just telling that give us an opportunity to help them because I do understand everyone is busy. These people are available, let us, let us help them. Because Warga Amas is not something to be abandoned or anything. Without them, we are not here actually. And like I said, without the future generation, the country is not going to be there. So we need to look after the past, the present and also the future. So if we can't balance between these three, even a relationship won't last. So how are we expecting a government or the country to last actually? So we need to take consideration into all these things. Like, you know, it's not only women, it's not only children. So it's like all people, everyone, the youth. So if you actually give them the importance, don't give a stereotype. Oh, you from this golongan, don't put them into golongan. Don't like feed the kids or the warga amas that you have a golongan. So you stay under that golongan. Don't, don't be a stereotype with them. Like treat them as a normal human, like semua manusia. Semua actually like, you know, kita, kita like, you know, we are the people here. We are the voters here. We are the one who's bringing up this country. So treat everyone as a human. Jangan lagi la kuasa and stuff like that. I ada kuasa ke tak ada kuasa. I still going to talk to the people. So give the opportunity to other people. You're going to talk to people. There are other parties will come and question you. Why are you doing this? What is your motive? Where do you get the resources? Orang buat baik pun dipersoalkan, orang buat jahat pun dipersoalkan. Orang tak buat apa pun dipersoalkan juga. So I don't really understand that what really these people who are questioning, they want it actually. So I'm the type of person that if I want to do it, I'll just do it. You want to question me? Question me. I'll answer. So now I think a lot of people will know my name and everything. So go ahead, question me. I am in the yes, area. I am going to approach everyone. 
So I will do what I got to do because I can't see a human being getting abandoned like that, even if it's a children, a child or a baby or an old person. Let's give everyone an equal opportunity to actually like, you know, like to live in this world, in this country peacefully, actually. They should be proud to be a citizen of Malaysia, not feel like I wish I've born in some other country. Like, don't give them that thought. Like, a lot of people are leaving the country already. We need to stop that. We yep. need people in our own country. So, yes, that's it. Greatly yeah, mentioned that. Seriously. Yeah, so much now in your blood. Everything has to be. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so now you yeah. can just like, Keep it yourself and want to do something and forget tomorrow, you know? Yeah. We have to act fast. We have to really act now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jennifer Raymond Patrick, for coming on. Seriously, it, it was as if I was at I was at a rally just now. But seriously, what, what uh Jennifer is actually mentioning over here is that something not just for her to bang on the drums is something that she really believes in herself in really wanting to help her people down in Glugo and also uh, the people of Penang and again, in general, people of Malaysia. Thank you so much for coming down to the show. Uh, Jennifer, we really do hope that you may get your chance and should you get your chance, we hope that you take this responsible very, very seriously. And even if you're not given that chance, we do also hope that you'll keep banging on that drum and speak for the people for what the people want and what they need at the end of the day. Thank you so much, Jennifer. We'll see you very, very soon, hopefully. And yes. um, selamat berpuasa, I guess, to you as well. Boleh tak? I not wish. Boleh kan? Boleh. Boleh kan? All, uh, right. Kita uh, all right. Thank you so much. Have a good Thank day, you, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. All right. That was Jennifer. Wow. Wow, semangat. Berkubar-kubar. Act now, Melvin. Act now. Macam rancangan kita yes. juga. Act now. <laughs> I think that it should be a daily use words it should definitely uh, you don't have to give us the copyrights no loyalties just free use the words. <laughs> free use just right use now free use <laughs> definitely all right go folks that's all for now that's all for today's uh edition of act now hot issue what's for lunch why be sorry yes. edition we're looking forward when to we... next week mm. next what Monday, next week uh, the guest lagi? yes someone mm. also far away lovely lovely very interesting but whatever it is you guys have to wait for next monday but wednesday we'll be back for another hot issue what's for lunch session with together uh melvin and myself say bye-bye melvin all right bye all right guys take care now happy monday and happy lunching kepada mereka yang boleh makan okay yang tak boleh makan jangan makan all right happy all right. day see you guys wednesday ciao not to forget to our listeners out there if you have not downloaded act now community mobile app on your mobile phone quickly do so because you can report any sort of community issues and we will highlight it to the local councils or relevant authorities. It's all free and super user-friendly to make your reports. Let's improve our beloved neighbourhood together. That's it guys for today's episode. Don't forget to watch us live on Facebook at Act Now Trooper English every Monday to Friday at 12pm or listen to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye!